1: My name is Shabnam Sahi. Welcome to the official Sunrise Radio podcast. I'm on your radio weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon. If you've heard the show, you know what to expect from it. But here are some exciting, interesting Bollywood stories that you may have missed this time round served up as part of our official Sunrise Radio podcast. Enjoy. Enjoy. It gives me great pleasure to say a big warm welcome to Saim Sadiq, the writer-director of Joyland, Pakistan's most talked-about film from the last year, the first Pakistani film that premiered at the 75th Cannes Film Festival, and it was Pakistan's official entry to the Oscars as well. Saim, welcome to Sunrise. Thank you so much. Now... I know you've been busy visiting many cities in the UK. You were at the BFI last (laughs) night chatting with film fans who received the film with so much positivity and gave Joyland so much love, deservedly. How do you feel right now?
2: I feel lovely. I mean, it's really, really nice to come here. It's a great mix of, uh, you know, uh, South Asian origin audience and, you know, just people from all over the world. Like London is so uh, metropolitan and mixed in that sense. It's always uh, makes for a lovely audience to experience a film like this one. Because uh, some people relate to it in a you know deeper way because of their shared roots, but also some people are just fascinated by the world that they've never seen before. So uh, and it was just it was a lovely, lovely reception of all the screenings that we've had so far. We got three, and then there are, I think four more to go. Uh, very, very exciting.
1: Hmm. Now, you know, I saw it on the weekend and it made me deeply uncomfortable and at the same time, it made me deeply emotional because I think these are stories that need to be brought to the mainstream. They need to be spoken about by the masses, not merely at arty film festivals, right? And as the writer-director of Joyland, what made you piece the story together in the way that you did? What was the most important message for you? Because I say it made me... Uncomfortable only because I haven't seen anything quite like this before.
2: Right. I mean, I didn't. I don't usually. You know, when I think of stories, I my interest is never to give a message because to me, it's like you know, uh, cinema is meant for for other things. Hmm. You know, it's meant for emotions and feelings and not to deliver a message to people because then, as an audience, also I don't like being uh, watching a film where it's trying to give me a message hmm. Hmm. because I, I feel like the film is talking down to me. You know, and hmm. I for me, my interest was to just be as honest to this uh, sort of you know constellation of characters, a lot of whom are very conservative. And to see how they deal with issues of desire and patriarchy and and gender and how they come into conflict, and that honesty was what I was kind of after and and I think that's what of course makes people uncomfortable also because you're not used to seeing uh you know uh, a trans person on screen, let alone a trans person being represented with an honest uh you know uh in an honest way on screen and uh, sort of things like female desire for example you know the uh, in South Asia is not something that people are. Uh, even comfortable speaking about, let Absolutely. alone giving it space on the screen. And uh, so my interests were to sort of all oh, characters and their psychology and their emotional states, and hoping that an audience relates to them and is moved by them. Uh, to move the audience was certainly an ambition of mine, uh, you know, and, and whatever message they take from it, uh, you know, uh, there's only one thing, <laughs> there's a takedown of patriarchy. <laughs> so I'm oh. You know that, yeah. Uh, there's not, uh, you know... Uh, it's not that open to interpretation you know what the core of the film is really about Hmm. Um, but uh, it's interesting to see how different people relate to different characters yeah
1: absolutely and when I said that you know it is a a film that makes me uncomfortable again I meant it as a compliment because you know as you're saying not just seeing not just seeing a trans person on the big screen but also as you're saying in such a relatable story in no way were you trying to actually you know tweak the story or add layers to it only for effect it felt like a chapter from someone's life which was so real mm-hmm. now Saim tell us a bit about the cast of Joyland what an impressive ensemble and was it difficult for you to get funding for a story like this
2: well the cast I mean is, is, is one of probably my uh, biggest dreams come true to to be able to get this kind of uh, group of actors who are all you know better than the other mm. you know and, and, and just work so well together and they're so generous in terms of giving themselves and a part of their humanity to the film and not lately just looking at it as a job, you know. Hmm. They weren't actors who were showing up on set and being like, okay, where? what are my lines and what's the scene and let's do it, okay. They really invested in the film before and after, like they kind of adopted it as a child and, and gave it everything that they had. Hmm. So, uh, because it meant something to each of them individually also. Um, so, I mean, like, and, and really this would film would be nothing without the actors that, you know, that, are, uh, that have done these parts so so beautifully the funding of the film came uh, primarily because of my amazing amazing producer Purva Guru Charan who I went to uh, Columbia with I did my masters with her Mm and uh, she was the first person to come on board about six and a half, seven years ago and uh, she was the one who kind of, you know, she moved to LA and, and most of the financing came uh, through her because of her sort of, you know, amazing, uh, relentless work in and in, in bringing on these amazing cohort of producers, most of whom come from America. We, of course, have Sarmat Khousad who's, who's uh, from Pakistan as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Huh. Uh, and, uh, you know, so there's many small, small pieces that they all put together and then uh, got, got the film off the ground.
1: Fantastic. I'm in conversation with Saim Sadik, the writer-director of Joyland. Listen, congratulations on the amazing reception that Joyland has had, and I wish you every Thanks. success for the future. What can we hope to see next, or is it too soon to ask? From Saim Sadik, what is the next thing you're you're thinking about?
2: I don't know. I've just been working on Joyland for the longest time, promoting the film. So. Huh. It's releasing in feb on 24th of feb in, in the UK so uh, as of now I'm just hoping and focus on the fact that people go and watch it in theatres and uh, hopefully soon we'll, we'll be working on something next as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely and that is the reason why I'm not actually giving away much and not asking you very specific questions because I want people to go and see it. I think it's out in UK cinemas. Is it on the 23rd or the 24th? It's on the 24th On the 24th of feb it's out in UK cinemas and can I just say I loved the film and it was really moving really uh, emotional but more than anything else the last scene is an absolute masterpiece Saim Sadik, thank you so much for speaking to us
0: thank you so much you can catch Shabran Sahi the ultimate storyteller weekdays 9am to 12 noon